Hello and welcome to Tradfest. I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith. We're coming to you from the heart of Temple Bar in Dublin. In fact, we're back at the Temple Bar itself for this week's show. Indeed, we're here at the pulsing heart of Temple Bar and here on Tradfest, we bring you the best of Trad Without Frontiers as we share with you the exclusive live sets and interviews recorded at our very own Tradfest Festival, which takes place every January here in Dublin, Ireland. And on this week's show, we've got the Freel Sisters from Scotland, plus... Alva Reddy. And your pal from way back when, Jim Page from Seattle. Jim Page from Seattle, yeah, looking forward to that actually. I met Jim, hadn't seen him for maybe, at least maybe 30 years I suppose. The first time we met him actually was back at the Listern Van of Folk Festival. I don't know if you were even around at that stage, Ruth. I don't know what year was it now, Kieran? Back in the 70s. Well, I'm a 70s baby but nudging towards the end of it. A 79 baby, would you believe? Uh, Now I'm giving away all my secrets. God bless you, I would have said 99. (laughs) I get out of that. But we had great times, I must say, back in those heady days of Liston Varnet. I suppose how to know how to know how you describe it. It was in a field really between Liston Varna and Doolan. And <laughs> it sounds like the, the fairy folk got involved as well. It's well, the start it was, of all good uh, mythical tales. It was just well there's certainly plenty of tales that came out of it. I remember Sean Cannon being there as well from the Dubliners and Sean was he, he operated the kitchen backstage for the musicians and the artists that were there because I remember that because the name on his kitchen, himself and his wife uh, at the time ran it, it was called Sean Cannon's Kinetic Kitchen. And it was all health food, no go to us. <laughs> health food back in the seventies in East in West Clare. Oh well, it came from England. Oh, there you go. There was Sean <laughs> Cannon doing Kieran. that. Absolutely. <laughs> but I met Jim around that time, and you know, he just came out of nowhere. Really, people weren't familiar with him. I don't know how the Liston Varna lads decided to pick him, but he arrived in one man and his guitar, and he could put words together at will. He could sit down beside you and suddenly he's singing a song about you, your environment, where you've come from, where he's come from. He can just put it together at will. In fact, he wrote that song, Hiroshima Nagasaki Russian Roulette. He wrote that and that was played by Christie mm-hmm. and the band you know, later on into the 80s. Uh, but he, he was the originator of that particular song. He's a conscience man as well, there's no doubt about that, but a gentleman. Yeah. And we met him then when we were in the States on tour, met up with his brother actually over in... Whidbey Island, which is off the west coast of the United States. We spent a few days a few days in that area, doing a few gigs and just chilling out. So we go back a long way, but I hadn't seen him in so long. It was just a pleasure to meet him at Tradfest. And you mentioned about that ability to kind of soak up an atmosphere and, you know, details of, of geographically where you are and who you're talking to and that kind of synthesis. It really shows like a sort of a heightened creative intelligence to be able to do that on the spot. It's like stand-up comedy. It's like improvisation in jazz, you know, that you can bring all of those strands together from a moment and distill it into a song. And he, he does that, and that's the way he is, and he's got a couple of albums out. I know he's working with a kind of a little trio at the moment, he told me, in New York, but it's when you get him solo with his guitar, telling stories or interpreting his environment, which he does really well. A man with a great social conscience, as you mentioned, he has, he's wonderful social commentary in a lot of his songs, and as, as you already said about him uh, the Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Russian roulette, you know, looking at political and social events and being able to sort of give a a voice piece to that for people to sing. He's incredibly socially conscious, there's no doubt about that. Well, we have a great interview that Kieran recorded with Jim a little bit later on in the show, but to whet your appetite, here he is live from St. Minkett's Church in Dublin for Tradfest.
After all of these years Beating my head on the wall Stumbling into blind alleys Being fodder for a fall I must have thought I was eternal The way I spun my wheels Oh, but this time is different And this time is for real And more than anything else in the world Anything else in the world I'm, I'm gonna let you down I can't let you down Oh, when I was much younger And I was on my road <laughs> I gave my life away in pieces Like it was out of my control Illusions of reality, how they whisper in a double talk. Oh, but this time I make my move, I'll know which way to walk. And more than anything else in the world, anything else in the world, more than anything else in the world, I can't let you down. I can't let you Say that life is like a river I think they might be right I know the shadowy illusions Disappear in the light All things are possible now The future is in view And when today becomes tomorrow I will think of you And more than anything else in the world More than anything else in the world more than anything else in the world, I can't let you down. I can't let you, let you down. And more than anything else in the world, more than anything else in the world, more than anything else in the world, I can't let you down.
That was the great Jim Page with more than anything live at Tradfest from his album A Head Full of Pictures. And it must have been great for you now, Kieran, to get to see him again. There's no doubt about it. I just loved seeing the man. He's just—he's a really gentle man. He's—he's wonderful to meet. As I say, he's way with words or something else, but he's a gentle personality. Even though, I mean, his writing can just cut right through as well to the chase. There's no doubt. Uh, But a a lovely, gentle man to meet. Well, we're going to have some more of his music later in this show. Plus, a lovely chat that we recorded in Dublin Castle. And Kieran mentioned there at the top of the podcast the Freel Sisters. Well, they created a fair whirlwind at Tradfest for their concert in. City Hall. They certainly did. Raised in Glasgow, but very much of Donegal. The three sisters, Anna, Sheila and Claire, caused quite a stir. Well, they seem to bring such energy and just drive to their music. They have got gr- they have great personalities. Like any time I chat to them, you come away with a big smile on your face. They do bring that, there's no doubt about it, and that's their attitude to the music as well. They just You're invited in there and no holds barred, it's just music and we're having fun. Absolutely, the Freel sisters asked up. Such wonderful women. I always come away from having the chats with them with a big smile on my face and their music does exactly the same thing. But you know, that's how they play their music, with a smile on their face. Not overly serious about it, but they are serious musicians as they are in their private lives as well you know outside of music Mm -hmm. they're professionals highly professional i think there's dentistry there one of them's a chemist as far as i know so they're very serious people they're a triple threat a triple threat the looks the talent and the brains they have it all gone on there there's no (laughs) doubt about it but as you say a pleasure to me too let's get a taste of their wonderful tunes here's a set of jigs recorded live at city hall during tradfest
Well, the Freel sisters there with a great set of jigs live from City Hall in Dublin. You heard the young Tom Ennis, King of the Pipers, Hunt the Cat. And if you enjoyed that, we have more from the Freel sisters to share in future editions of Tradfest. And another young artist of an entirely different music style we're really fond of at Tradfest is Alva Reddy. It's very rare for us to book an artist two years in a row to play at the festival, but that's just what we did in the case of Alva Reddy. Yes, Alva played a sold-out show in the Pepper Canister Church and has been clocking up many Spotify plays, indeed into the millions. And Alva shared the stage that night with Loa and Saiv as well, so a triple force of female folk. And that's one of our elements, I suppose, at Tradfest. We're very keen to make sure that we do have a stage and have a visibility for the top leading female or emerging female artists in folk music. I think you might have played at that event yourself some years ago. I did. I, uh, we played in St. Werberg's Church, was it? It was in St. Werberg's, a yeah, beautiful yeah, old church gorgeous there. church. And Lisa Canny was on the bill that night as well. Well, we're going to have a listen to Alva Reddy live from that sold-out show that we mentioned in the Pepper Canister Church. Here she is, Life Without You. I try my best Push my feelings off my chest Show I love some respect I'll remember, not forget But I gotta move Dublin's got no room To survive Life without Life Once you 
by Alva Ruddy there with a wonderful new song of hers too called Life Without You. We'll have more live music and an interview with Alva in next week's show as well. And some advance notice for those of you in London town is that Alva will be playing the Islington on April the 4th and we're giving you advance notice because you may well need it. If you want to go to that show, you should get your tickets fairly soon because her shows are beginning to sell out fairly fast. They are. Glenn Hansard has a new album out next month but has two concerts on this week, both in amazing halls. This Thursday, he's playing the Royal Theatre Carré in Amsterdam and on Friday he plays that truly stunning new concert hall in Hamburg the Elbe Philharmonie and we have more information on Glenn's new album I'm very excited to hear it from the little bit I've heard and some of the videos that I've seen as well it's an exciting time for Glenn Hansford uh, it certainly was great to see Glenn out with his guitar just a few weeks ago playing a few tunes to unveil two new statues in the one day to commemorate the great Luke Kelly of the Dubliners uh, one is right beside the Gaty Theatre where the Dubliners played many storming shows over the years. The other is in Sheriff Street, where Luke grew up. And I don't know if you've seen either of them, Ruth. Have you seen them? I saw one on a drive-by, the one by the Gaiety. That's the bronze-seated statue. With He's playing the, the banjo on that as well. I just saw it from the back, mm-hmm. but uh, next time I'm up that area, I'm going to definitely go up and get a selfie with the great man himself. And I believe the other one on Sheriff Street is the source of a lot of memes. Have you, I don't know if you've seen them, because the way his face is positioned. I saw one where a guy was out running, out for a jog and they put a a bubble in of Luke Kelly shouting, will you bleed and hurry up? (laughs) (laughs) And the way his head is pointed, it looks like he's kind of cheering your man on for his jog. You certainly couldn't miss it if you're walking down to Sheriff Street. I haven't, I haven't been down that area just yet, but I've seen the one outside the gate. It's lovely, and it's mm-hmm. fantastic that Luke is remembered in that fashion. But of course, the RTE archive have a Twitter feed and Facebook feed, and they shared a clip of Luke, as they do every now and again. If there's a relevant point in history, they share something from their archives on their Twitter feed. But this piece was of Luke uh, singing Raglan Road, and he spoke to Kiran McMahuna about how he got it. And to me, to me... I just don't know if there was a better version, although those of us in Tradfest might think there was a good version done by Tradfest because we used it this year to promote festival and had an incredible array of artists performing on it. And a brilliant response to it too. And it's, it's funny, anyone who I spoke to during Tradfest who was involved in that recording said, you know, they went into it with this kind of, I suppose, the awareness of the mantle of such, an, you know, it's a well-used term, but the iconic nature of Luke Kelly's version of Raglan Road but to see new life breathed into it and to see so many new Irish talent and Sean O'Shea as well, you know, so you're, you're bringing the trad and folk strands all together. I think it was a lovely tribute and a wonderful, a wonderful platform for such an incredibly and important song. And it's up there on YouTube, and I think there must be nearly 400,000 hits on it at the moment. But it is. It's great. And it's a tribute, I suppose, to the to man himself as well. But certainly Luke Kelly, there's no greater iconic ballad singer that ever came out of the city. So if any of you are travelling around Dublin City, 
definitely put it into Google Maps by the Gaiety Theatre. You've got a statue there, a lovely bronze statue of Luke Kelly and Sheriff Street as well where Luke grew up. So you can get to see both of those statues which were revealed this year. Well, Jim Page, who we mentioned earlier, is playing the C&P Coffee Company this Wednesday, the 6th in Seattle. And on Friday, you can catch him in Cafe, Cafe Zippy, now there in Everett, Washington. So more information on jimpage.net. I suppose no better time to play this lovely interview I recorded with Jim Page in Dublin Castle, which started with some of Jim's famous impromptu scat-style singing. Take it away, Jim. As long as I keep playing and strumming on time, I can say whatever it is that I got in my mind. But I tell you right now, and I'll give you the thanks, that if I stop playing, my mind goes blank. Your mind never goes blank. Jim Page, it's really, it's, it's a thrill to see you. We haven't seen each other for years. <laughs> oh, it's great to be here. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Now, you're here in Ireland doing a tour at the moment. You're taking part in Tradfest. We know that. Yes. But before now, the last time we met you in Ireland was quite some time ago. It was quite some time ago. I was here in uh, sort of from 79 to 82 or something like that. You know, I mean, a lot of it, I, well, a lot of it is, is a bit foggy, but it was very exciting times. You know, it's when the moving hearts were kicking off and Stockton's wing was going like mad. And, you know, and I was every place at once, you know, and it was just a blast. It was a total blast. And then life goes on. I went back, back home to the States and I started a... Had a little trio going with Tommy Hayes, of all people, because he was living there at the time. And a friend of mine named Orville Johnson, who plays guitars and dobros and stuff. You know, and then I started a rock band. I had a rock band for a while, electric guitars and drums and all that stuff. You know, and things go on. I made a bunch of records. and But I always missed this scene here, this beautiful, beautiful scene where the song counts, where the song matters so much. You know, and so yeah, so it's really, really good to be here. The song always matters to you, of course, because uh, when you came to Lister and Varna, which was really where you were sensational down there, people had never heard anything about, like, you know, anything like it before. And you came on stage and you described the place in song. <laughs> Do you have to work hard at that? Is that just something that just flows? You had, it's best not to work at it because then you screw it up. You don't think. My motto is think off stage, not on stage. And, you know, you just start, you just kind of start start going it, it takes a bit of practice to kind of trust yourself that's all to trust yourself and to have access to uh to uh, uh language to the the semantics the verbs the adjectives that sort of thing you know guitar players have licks you know these are my licks those are my licks and they're certainly very, very effective licks are those semantics. So then, when an audience, <laughs> when an audience is coming to hear you, should they come in trepidation or should they come in, you know, with an open mind and say, "Here, we're, 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 we want to be entertained here." No, they should come with an open mind because I write a lot of songs too. I mean, I got typecast ages ago. Uh, somebody called me the king of the talking blues and that kind of followed me around which meant that I had to do that all the time and it's it's an improvisational thing and and when somebody tells you to be improvisational right now sometimes you just can't do it because someone told you to you have to wait till it emerges so they should people should come to hear songs I write a lot of songs different kinds of songs about my motto is, personally, if it's worth talking about, it's worth singing about. So there's love, and there's, there's happiness, and there's death, and there's political intrigues, and there's the weather, and there's guitar strings. Everything that you talk about is worthy of a song. So I do those, and, and, and some of them are, are very serious, and some of them aren't. Some of them are self-reflective. Some of them go out. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. So people should be ready for anything, really. 
You were also, were you typecast as a kind of a protest singer as well? Or is that just part of what you do? <laughs> yes, I was. And I don't know who came up with that word protest, but I personally don't like it. You know, if I was four years old and my mother told me to clean up my room, I would protest. I'd say, no, I'm not going to. That's protest. If we live in a world which is on the cusp of disaster, Okay, and we have a climate change event globally which tells us that we might not survive as a species. That is worth talking about no matter what somebody else wants to call it. Okay, so those songs are in the same value stream. And there's a river of music and a river of song, as you know. Those songs are in the same value stream as the love song, as the song of unrequited love, the song of being transported from your country. Okay, that's a real deal. Are those protest songs? Nobody calls them protest songs. They call them songs of history and incident, and that's what they are. So that's put to bed then. Jim Page well, is not I a protest singer. I do, set, do tend to talk too much, but... No, I love to hear you speak, because we love to hear you sing. Do I hear some strums coming along the guitar? Are we oh, going to hear something from you? But, no, but the reason I asked you about the protest thing, really, because probably one of your best-known songs in this country, for sure, was one that was recorded by Moving Hearts. Right. It was Hiroshima, Nagasaki, Russian Roulette. Yes. It was a strong, very strong song, right. with a strong message. Right, right, right. Christy still sings it. Uh, it was a song that was written at a time when, when we, where I lived, Lived. Um, we had a, govern, a governor who was inviting the entire country and other countries as well to send us all their nuclear waste because we weren't afraid of it, you know, and it was a very dangerous situation. And I, would, I just had a brainstorming conversation one night with somebody about nuclear arsenals, nuclear waste, and I just started rambling. I, I said, it's like playing Russian roulette. And then I said, no, I clarified. I said, no, it's like playing Hiroshima roulette. No, it's like playing Hiroshima Nagasaki, Russian roulette. And then I thought, oh, that's a song. And then I went down. I, that's, what I wound up singing was a second version. The first version was just trash. I threw it out and I rewrote it again. You know, and, uh, I heard you singing it live and you sang with quite some passion, though. Well, yeah, of course I would. Yeah, because it's like the, it's end times. I mean, it could be end times. It's like climate change. It could be end times. If that stuff goes off, it's end times. We've got nuclear winter. You know, we've got people with their skin falling off. It's serious stuff. I mean, you have to be, you not only have to be, you have the right. You have the obligation and you have the right to be passionate about the things that are killing your children. Okay, the things that are taking your home from you. We have, in Seattle where I live, we have the richest human being on the face of the planet. Jeff Bezos, he runs a, play, a thing called Amazon. We also have homeless people living on every single square inch of available empty property. Tents, sleeping bags, rolled up cardboard boxes all over town. It is amazing. You see it, you walk over it, you walk around it to get to the bank machine to get to work, all this kind of stuff. If you're not passionate about it, then you have a problem. And if you are passionate about it, most people, they talk about it and then they feel there's nothing they can do because the politics is like removed, okay? They're powerless and the politics is removed. This, I'm very fortunate to have a tool, which is the guitar. It's kind of like a ballpoint pen and a piece of paper all at the same time, right? And I can sing about these things. And somebody can call it whatever they want, a protest song, an angry song, a childish song. I don't care. It's not the, the point is, everybody's talking about it already. And have you addressed it in song? That's just have. Seattle situation that you I spoke have. about. Do you want I to have. give us a sample of it?
We live in a boomtown metropolis A place where success is a weapon of war Some people live in spectacular mansions Some people can't afford to live anywhere anymore But Bezos has the money He's got all of that money A hundred billion dollars in his pants Way down in his pants They built a shiny new temple to themselves downtown People genuflect as they pass Artificial sunlight and climate control So they can colonize the jungle behind a pane of glass And because Bezos has the money He's got all of that money Clutching in the fingers of his hands He's a rich man Amazon, you don't have the right to use that name Amazon, it is a nation and a people Amazon, one of the world's greatest rivers Amazon, it is the lungs of the planet And we can barely breathe anymore We gather together to see what is to be done We know the risks we take are perilous We sharpen up our wits for the days ahead to come Somebody has to and it might as well be us Because we have the history We know what we are doing And we will not just disappear We're gonna stay right here Amazon, you don't have the right to use that name Amazon, it is a nation and a people Amazon, one of the world's greatest rivers Amazon, it is the lungs of the planet And this is our planet And it is not for sale Jim Page there with a brand new song called Amazon Proof, as if it was needed, that he still got it. He's such a powerful lyricist. 
what a way that man has with words. He's just finished an extensive Irish tour, which went really well for him, so I'm hoping that he'll be back spending much more time here in Ireland. Well, I didn't get to see him on his recent visit at all, but I'm definitely looking forward to get catching him live after listening to more of his music. And listening to that interview, Kieran, it sure seems like he had some great times together all over the world and for lots of different causes too. Yeah, he's just wonderful and he's just committed and he's committed to getting the true, you know, his own true story out there or his own interpretation of the world, which is very refreshing. Well, we're coming to the end of another overflowing episode of Tradfest and Tradfest is brought to you by the Temple Bar Company, a not-for-profit collective who manage, promote and love Temple Bar, Dublin's cultural quarter. Temple Bar is located in the historic heart of Dublin city centre and to learn more about this area and the company, you can visit www.lovetemplebar.com. The live concert recordings in this episode were produced by Andy Knightley of K Recordings. This Tradfest podcast was produced by Donald Scanlon of bornoptimistic.com and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get your podcasts. If you liked today's show, please do give it a five-star rating. Uh, Go on, go on, go on. (laughs) It's never going to get old. And ask your friends to listen to the show. Connect with us on Facebook at Temple Bar Tradfest, on Twitter at Temple Bar Trad, or you can visit the website tradfest.ie. And thanks to the Temple Bar itself, where we are coming to you from today. They're just great supporters of Tradfest. Well, on next week's show, we have more live music and an interview from Alvaredi, plus the masterful Cuivin O'Rahalig live. And our now world-famous gig guide and much more. Until then, I'm Kieran Hanrahan. And I'm Ruth Smith, and thank you all for listening. Please don't forget to get in touch on tradfest.ie. Thanks a million. Slán. <laughs>